0: According to Surya Mantha, not having enough time is an excuse. Surya Manta is a senior partner at Unitas Ventures. Surya has over two decades of experience spanning business operations, investing and management consulting. Here- roles in startups as well as investment firms at United surya is responsible for all investment operations in india across United focused sectors including fintech medtech edtech and employability throughout the entire life cycle of the portfolio if you are a startup owner and you struggle with stress and sleep you want to listen to this explosive conversation that i had with surya Mantra. And recently Fitbit released a report that 90% of Indians are sleep deprived and India is the second most sleep deprived nation globally. This is pretty alarming and a large part of this is within the startup space itself. Remember Dalai Lama said that man sacrifices health to make money and then sacrifices money to restore health. Yet sleep can be that superpower for you if you are in the startup world. Listen to my conversation with Surya and learn some actionable steps to improve your sleep, reduce your stress and help you push your startup towards much more successful space. Welcome to the Sleep Whisperer Podcast. I'm your host, Deepa. Join me and my many expert guests and medical professionals from the cutting-edge science of functional medicine of the West and ancient wisdom of the East. Learn all about how to discover your root causes of poor sleep and understand the proper tools and techniques to end your confusion and begin getting a good night's sleep. It's time to regain hope and begin your sleep journey with the Sleep Whisperer Podcast. Welcome Surya to the Sleep Whisperer podcast. It's a pleasure having you today. And uh, I know we are going to talk about the startup world and how sleep is a major issue there. But I do want to get started just introducing listeners to Surya the person and uh, what is Surya what brought Surya to where you are today so maybe you could just lead us through from what actually got you interested in this world were you always fascinated in uh, this world or did you end up as a venture partner by fluke so maybe we can just talk about your personal story first and uh, if there were any hardships any moments of immense stress where you also lost sleep but uh, I do think that now your sleep is great or perhaps it is Um, so how about we just talk about what brought you here what were your interests even as a child and what led you to where we are today
1: sure So mine is not a a very uh, typical uh, journey. Uh, I'm not, you know, I'm over 55, so I'm not a typical startup guy. Uh, I'm a a Telugu by birth, uh, but uh, was born and raised in uh, Ranchi, then Bihar, now Jharkhand. And I went to college in Kanpur, went to IIT Kanpur, and um, got an undergrad degree in computer science. And like everybody at the time back in 85, uh, made a beeline for the U S and, uh, uh, that st- I mean, at that time, forget about startups, even, uh, getting reasonably interesting jobs in India was not a, a, uh, uh, you know, there weren't that many, uh, jobs available. Um, yeah, so pretty much everyone, most people either uh, went abroad for grad school, or, or you know, wrote the IAM entrance exam, which was not that big in those days, or, or wrote the IAS. Uh, I chose to do the first, um, and then in the, and you know, in the US, uh, at that time, getting a PhD was very fashionable. So all of us, you know. So basically, the point is that uh, I must admit that the first decade of my career was probably uh, uh, it was following the herd. There was not a lot of thought put into, okay, is this this what I want to do? I've been lucky that I have stumbled from one thing to uh, another uh, and that has led to more interesting things. Uh, So probably there is a method to the madness, but I would be lying if I said that it's all a all a, uh, you know, very well-crafted plan. And uh, I am where I am because I, you know, uh, devised this strategy decades ago. No. So coming back to my story, I, I, I uh, finished uh, my did PhD. You, uh,
0: no, did you, was it uh, financially challenging back then to go to U.S.? Was it? Of course
1: it was. No, uh, we all went, most of us, well, uh, pretty much everybody went because they got a scholarship. Uh, there was no way that uh, my father was was a, was an engineer with a public sector undertaking, uh, quite well paid for those days. I mean, there wasn't the kind of private sector you have today, um, and we ha- all had a decent middle class life, went to good schools, and so on. But clearly, nobody could afford to to uh, uh, send their child to. To the U.S. for grad school without any kind of scholarship, the best, the most they could afford was pay for the plane fee, a uh, plane uh, uh, ticket, right? So, so yeah, going without a, a tuition waiver plus an assistantship, whether it was a teaching assistantship or a research assistantship, was out of the question. Yeah. yeah. So, but, I yeah.
0: Mean, uh, IIT back then also was uh, very, very esteemed and very difficult to actually get into.
1: It so always was not like is. it's. It's of course it's become orders of magnitude more difficult now because uh, uh, unfortunately in India the supply of high quality institutions has not keep kept up with True. the demand, right? Yes. So so IITs were uh, quite uh, competitive and uh, extremely uh, prestigious back in the 80s as well, early you know late 70s, early 80s, but it was not uh, as uh, almost lethal a rat race as it is now. So, uh, you know, I pretty much uh, probably studied uh, two, three hours a day, that's it. You know, I used to come back from college. But the fact
0: that you actually got into IIT back then itself was some level of assurance towards a successful path.
1: I I guess it was, but it was not really uh, as big a deal as it is today, uh, uh, nobody thought at the time that, hey, uh, or, or, you know, including parents, uh, extended family, community, nobody said, he's got into IIT, his, his or her life is made. It was not like that. It was like, hey, it's a great college, you're gonna get a great education. Okay. And, 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 and you know, I was 17, and I got into IIT after class 11, uh, we never thought about what was going to happen after you graduated For you know it was a, hey i'm going to get out of ranchi i'm going to go into a hostel right and and it's a, it's a cool college it's a great college and in particularly in the case of iit kanpur where i went it was uh, there was this whole halo around iit kanpur that it was built with uh, american assistants and so on. it was a, like the coolest campus even the best among iits and so on Nobody actually really thought more than that. No, no. Yeah. It is it has become really the, the pressure on kids and parents and everybody in the ecosystem today is so immense that and and, and, and they, they have to work so hard, so hard today, uh that by the time they get to to whichever campus, uh, whether it's an IIT or NIT, half of them have lost interest in academics. Half of them are are burnt out, are tired, and they don't find the the, the, uh, uh, whatever major that they have selected or they've got into interesting enough to continue to be engaged. It was not like that back then. It was, yes, it was uh, difficult. It was a challenging exam. Everybody prepared for it, but, Trust me. I mean, uh, when uh, I wrote the exam, we were the last five-year batch. You could write the exam after eleventh. You could write the exam after twelfth as well. Hmm. So half the kids were from eleventh. We had just completed our eleventh, wrote the exam, and somehow got in, and were there. Half the kids didn't even had not even undergone any kind of coaching. Right, whether it is in person or, or, or okay. uh, postal or whatever and quota and all these factories were decades away. So it was a very different uh, kind of experience and IITs back then were a lot smaller, you know, in, in our at our time, the entire uh, mm-hmm. uh, five year strength of, of uh, IIT Kanpur was about a thousand. Today, the yearly intake is more uh, around a thousand. So they were small colleges at the time with a lot of focus on undergraduate teaching. It was very intimate. Uh, uh, Student faculty relationships are very informal. Do you feel
0: the quality? So the quality is, do you feel the quality change today?
1: Uh, They've become much bigger. They are now research universities. They have very big uh, 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 active research programs, very large masters, PhD programs. So the infrastructure is a lot better today, but okay. there have been some, there have been clearly some uh, downsides as well. The, you, they, they're no longer the small uh, intimate uh, colleges and you don't get the kind of personalized attention you used to get from professors. Uh, now the class sizes are much bigger. It is much more impersonal. Uh, everything is big. They're like big universities today. Uh, okay, right? so, let's, not uh, the case.
0: Okay, so le- huh, let's come back to your story. What yeah. happened to you after you?
1: Yeah, so, so I, I, you know, like uh, I, I got a PhD in computer science, I worked at uh, Xerox Research uh, uh, in Rochester, New York, and then there was, uh, uh, I was so far away from the world of uh, business and economics and so on. Uh, that when I was a graduate student back in uh, 1987, in October of 1987, there was a big financial Wall Street crash. It was called the Black Monday. Mm -hmm. And at that point, it was so funny, I didn't know whether Dow Jones going up was good or going down was good. So that was the extent of my ignorance of anything having to do with finance or business or anything. So when I, uh, after I, I joined, completed my PhD and joined Xerox research as a full-time uh, member of research staff, this was in the early 90s, there was a huge uh, crisis in the research environment in the US, that's when at and Bell Labs went belly up, IBM TJ Watson, Yorktown Heights laid off, you know, hundreds and hundreds downsized significantly. And there was a lot of pressure on corporate research budgets in, in America. So at that time I decided, okay, it may not be a bad idea to really understand what the hell all this business is all about. And so I got, I uh, uh, enrolled for an MBA from the, uh, fortunately I lived in Rochester, New York, which at that time had uh, among the top 20 business school schools called, uh, you, know, you know, at the University of Rochester, the Simon School of Business. And you know Xerox was paying for it, so I said, "Hey, you know, I don't uh, uh, need to to shell out any dough for this." So I went for that. Though my wife, to, to this day, it says that I should have actually quit Xerox and gone to Harvard instead. But that's a moot point. Uh, I said, you know, at that time I didn't feel like giving up my research job. Uh, so I got an MBA, and uh, then I had the choice of uh, getting into Wall Street. In uh, in New York, or getting going into management consulting, because I wanted to apply my MBA and see what the hell all this is about.
0: So, what was considered ideal back then? Which uh, would have... both
1: were, both were very lucrative. Both were very interesting uh, 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 options then. Entrepreneur was entrepreneurship was not as big a deal at that time because the internet uh, boom, the dot com boom, had not was still about three years away. Uh, two years away, I would say. So uh, I did not, uh, I chose management consulting uh, over Wall Street uh, for the simple reason that uh, there was a team from Goldman, an interviewing team from Goldman Sachs. And uh, one of the guys said very proudly that, uh, you know, they put in 36 hour days. And I said, okay, that's not for me. Uh, so um, I said, okay, so that, that leaves uh, consulting, which, which is great. I'm, I'm quite happy I chose that because I got to, to work with a pretty great bunch of guys. It's a, firm, a niche firm called PRTM, which was a technology-oriented management consulting firm with a lot of, uh, did great work in strategy, product development, supply chain, and so on with uh, global tech companies like uh, Lucent, uh, Xerox, IBM, uh, Seagate and uh, SAP and so on. Um, then 9-11 happened. Of course, in this, in, in this journey, I also got married. We had a four year old, we had a child, a son. Uh, and then 9-11 happened. And I was a consultant at that time. I was a principal at PRTM and clearly i you know travel and 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 all of that was uh, out after that i had a four-year-old and my wife said this is not the best career to be you know uh, out every week on the road and that was my first foray into digital media i joined real networks in seattle uh, mm-hmm. see, uh real networks was a bit of a pioneer in digital media they were the ones who uh, uh you know created the first uh digital media format, player, server, all of that. You're probably too young for all of that. Um, uh, So I was with them for three and a half years in various tech and marketing roles. And uh, in 2005, when our son was 10, we had a big decision to make. You know, both my wife, Varni, and I uh, were never quite comfortable with the idea of uh, growing old in the U.S. We'd already lived there 20 years, and we had a son who was 10, and uh, he, so we had to make a choice. I mean, if he was, grew any older, it would not be fair to him to, you know, uproot him from America and bring him back here. So in 2005, we decided to come back uh, and relocate rather to, to, to India. Uh, and when I was looking at offers, there were uh, I was, I had a ton of offers, which would put me on a plane and send me back to the US again. I said, hey, that doesn't work. I mean, if I have to work in the US, then I'd much rather live here as opposed to living in Bangalore and then taking a flight every other month or every month and to be back in the US. Um, And I also wanted to work for a comp, understand the Indian market. I had never worked. uh, I left India when I was 22. I was born and raised on on a public sector, uh, uh, you know, undertaking campus. Uh, HEC in Ranchi, right? Mm-hmm. It was a very sophisticated, very cosmopolitan uh, colony with people from all over the country, all educated engineers, the best of the best and so on. And after that, I was in, in Kanpur, IIT for five years, which was again, a very protected artificial sort of atmosphere. So my dad at the time said, this is the first time you're actually coming into to and living in India. So far, you have not really lived in India. You lived in very protected, cocooned, surroundings, both in HEC Ranchi as well as ITK. So 2005, I first came to India, and I wanted to work for an Indian company. So in was Indian, that
0: Bangalore?
1: No, that was Chennai, uh, in, oh. in a company called Sifi, which was uh, focused I know on, Yeah, yes, on the Indian. Uh, the, so I led their consumer internet business, um, uh, which they had bought from India World, uh, so i wanted to understand the indian consumer market i wanted to work for an indian company and get soaked into the indian ethos a lot of there were a lot of people who were coming back many of my friends who, who were said hey i'm just going to go move back to hyderabad and bangalore but i want to be focused on the us market i want to work for companies that are working for the uh, there's nothing wrong with that choice it was just not me for me it was like I really want to understand India, which is which is changing at a rapid pace. So I was there at, at SIFI in Chennai for for, a, for I do also at the time, everybody wanted to move to Bangalore and it was a bit of a, or Hyderabad, and my choice was a bit unorthodox to move to, to Madras. Um, so after a little over a year, I was called by Raghav Bell who's the uh, promoter of uh, founder of uh, TV18, CNBC TV18 uh he wanted to uh collect all his new media assets um, um you know moneycontrol.com ibn live uh, and a bunch of cricket next and a bunch of other properties his mobile business and so on and put them under one uh, roof uh called web 18 it was essentially network 18's uh, tv 18 at that time it was not yet recursion uh, network 18 uh, internet and mobile business and he wanted to take it public on the NASDAQ. So I was the first, the founding CEO of Web18. And that was my, it was a startup. It was a startup with uh, uh, fledgling businesses. And that was, uh, so we moved to Bombay. Uh, that was a great. So was
0: startup, was startup, was startups back then as stressful as they are today?
1: Yeah, I mean, the whole uh, nature of a, uh, that is the nature of the business, right? I mean, you are uh, uh, trying to grow very fast. You're trying to prove your value proposition. And in our case, we had uh, great ambitions to, to be listed on the, on the NASDAQ uh, uh, stock market. So um, uh, it was a very intense time from 2006 to 2000, early 2010. Uh, 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 and uh, actually, we grew the business uh, fourfold, three and a half times. We brought it to a of profitability. In fact, we even filed, we had uh, bankers, uh, UBS and Nomura and so on. We had filed with uh, uh, the SEC in, in, the, in the US, but then the whole financial crisis happened the financial uh, uh, crisis happened and that sort of shelved all our plans to go to go uh, public on the NASDAQ. Uh, otherwise, uh, it is very likely that uh, Web 18 would have uh, gone public back then, back in 2000, late 2007, early 2008, uh, mid 2008. Uh, so that was a bit of a bummer. Uh, we were all the founding team were really looking forward to it, but that was a, was a, a terrific journey, I would say. You know, um, uh, uh, you know, taking uh, uh, taking the 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 core offering, which was money control and IBN Live, building a set of new properties, growing revenues from 15 crores to to 75 crores, bringing it to EBITDA profitability, hiring teams, starting new products. It was a very intense time, very intense time. And then working with bankers, working with lawyers, working to To to, file with, put together all the documentation, all the due diligence, and all of that to to file with the SEC. So, extremely intense. Uh, But I, I realized at that time that I actually thrived in that kind of a setting. That I was the, I never really enjoyed working for large corporations. It was only my first job after my PhD that I was with a large corporation, which was Xerox. After that, PRTM was a challenger consulting firm to the big, big boys like McKinsey and BCG and so on. We were a niche uh, uh, consulting firm. Uh, in fact, um, it, it was probably one of the most profitable firms in the US at the time, and, uh, 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 and, and a very low, low profile under the radar screen kind of firm. Then I joined Real Networks, which at that time was competing, which was in a life and death battle with uh, Microsoft. Over, or, uh you know, it was the it was the David to the Goliath from Microsoft in the in the media wars back. Right. Then I came back to India, rather than you know working for uh, some large multinational corporation, I chose an Indian company. And then again, I went into a startup. So I've always wanted to be the on the side of the David, in the David versus Goliath. And
0: so, did you ever find in any of these periods through, where was your stress the highest? Even if you thrived on it, did you ever disrupt your sleep? Was it unnatural sleeping patterns, lack of sleep, insomnia, some of the regular <laughs> thing Because when adrenaline goes higher up in high stress, then typically sleep starts to drop and that's a, there's this whole HPA axis where you'll feel that buzz of adrenaline and that's actually what drives you in that ambitious rat race but its counter effect is that it disrupts sleep.
1: True. Now fortunately you may not like this answer uh, but till about a few months back, I would say seven, eight months back, I have always slept like a baby.
0: That's excellent. That's, why would I not the, like that? No, because I, 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 and,
1: and, and I'm dance. worried that uh, why this it has changed because I have all been in very stressful jobs. Yeah, yeah ever after, since coming from India, uh, coming back from the US in India, all my roles have been uh, very, very intense. And I'm the sort of person who's always on. In fact, my wife and family complain all the time that you know there is. I'm always uh, responding to emails, and or, you know that's me. That's my style. I'm always on. Uh, and now in a small partnership like United Ventures, um, when I uh, communicate with my partners, I expect a response within half an hour, and so I, I I do the same. So, but I have been fortunate to actually uh, be blessed with good sleep and but that's uh, great because
0: then you're the right person to be talking to in the whole context of startups and sleep right. because if there was somebody who was suffering with terrible sleep they wouldn't really be able to so you it, it's great that you've had good sleep because then you'll able to actually think into minds of startups and then make the recommendations which will support them right. so actually uh um you know it's common in the startup world to wear stress and poor sleep like a badge of honor and i see this multiple times where it's almost considered cool to say i have high stress and i think it also becomes an excuse for poor choices in food and lifestyle because then it becomes that i have stress so i need alcohol every night to sleep So and the Dalai Lama always says that you, you a man always uh, looks at uh, ruining health to get money, and then he has to ru- uh, let go of all that money in trying to restore his health. So, in terms of this whole aspect of, do you see startups today wearing this stress and poor sleep like this badge of honor? Are there some stories? No,
1: absolutely. uh, Yeah, Yeah. actually, you're making excellent points. So, let me tell you a little about my habits, right? I mean, obviously, like uh, 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 any uh, um, you know teenager or 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 a young. you know, guy in his 20s. Yeah, I mean, I've smoked, I, I've drunk, you know, and, and been drunk, been pissed drunk in college and uh, grad school and so on, absolutely. Uh, uh, you know, it was quite regular to to have a 12 pack every Friday night, um, you know, at least, at least 12 years, right? So yeah, we've all done that, right? But there was a time I, I was never a very strong uh, uh, person physically, uh, ever, uh, never a good sports guy. I mean, I was always a nerd and a geek, always standing first in class and all of that kind of crap. Uh, but uh, in, in 91, 91 December, I took a New Year resolution that I would quit smoking. I, not that I was a heavy smoker. I, I yeah. probably smoked maybe six, seven, eight a day at max when I was in grad school and the last, you know, years of college and so on. Um, and that was my last cigarette. So December thirty first, nineteen ninety one. I haven't smoked after that, uh, and I'm proud of that. That that right. And and also we uh, decided that when I got married. Uh, that uh, we would not keep alcohol on a regular basis at home. If we had a party, we had to get beer or wine or whiskey or whatever we'd go and get. But on a regular basis, we won't have a bar at home. We were right there. This is very important because of, uh, particularly when we came back to India, uh, when we were in Bombay, our son went to cathedral. Uh, which is one of the the better known schools in Bombay. It is in South Bombay and it, it comes with its own, all kinds of issues of, you know, very rich and uh, highly successful and motivated people. Uh, but also they come with very bad habits. Mm. They are high achievers and they abuse their bodies, right? And they're partying every weekend, they're drinking, doing drugs, going to go and so on. And we could not tell our son that do as we say, not as we do. So it was very important for us to set an example, yeah. right? Nice. So no alcohol except when you go out, have a glass of wine when you're at, at, at dinner or something, or have a beer. That's fine. But no alcohol on a regular basis at home, no smoking. And uh, we took both my wife and I pretty take pretty good care of our, our health. So exercise. Uh, supplements you know uh, and uh, I had chance I stumbled upon uh, Vipassana back in 2011 I was very fortunate but I have given it up for some reason I have to get back to it but I'm not able to get back to it I somehow stumbled into Vipassana uh uh 2011 and i consider myself really really fortunate i have done about three sessions two 10 day sessions and a one three day session so
0: what did and what I, did vipassana do for you physiologically Just it relaxes explain. you
1: it it vipassana uh is is a form of meditation which is so intense and and i find oh, did
0: you actually have to go stay there and yes. do this
1: oh yeah i have done two 2 10 day retreats and oh. a 1 3 day retreat
0: because i've heard that you don't speak for 10 days and you're yes. with yourself and with yes. your breath
1: yes yes so so uh, and vipassana is also uh, conceptually and theoretically very profound so that was the 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 one system i have found that i could relate to even intellectually
0: but do you uh, think startups today can actually do this? Do you think they've yes. got the luxury of time to take off and do something like Vipassana? Maybe
1: I I would strongly recommend. Months? I would strongly recommend that um, startup founders and startup you know senior guys uh, do it right. Along with uh, 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 and, and, and and honestly, I, I you know I must admit that I have I did it for a few years. After that, I gave it up, and I'm having a lot of trouble getting back to it. I know I have to, but it's been difficult. But I think what has
0: what what is me- difficult is it lack of time? Is it what is stopping you from actually doing that?
1: That is a good question that's a good question time is certainly one but there are I think there are some other mental barriers in my own mind it's
0: a common thing for startup owners to you even today I'm asking you this in terms of others but it's common for startup owners to say hey I don't have the luxury of time to be helping myself and this is something that is very commonly heard and I actually don't buy that because I I however busy you are you can afford to bring in some small practice which will actually support you
1: absolutely I I completely agree I think that not having time uh, is is an excuse right so see when you are working very hard and you have uh, 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 you know there is a lot of stress on performance right particularly in a startup situation where where you have so many stakeholders that you are responsible to your employees your investors the market and 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 you're racing against time, the first, the most important things, this and these are table stakes, is uh, substance abuse. Right. Tobacco, alcohol, drugs, right, are, are drugs, a complete no-no. There, there, is, there is no redeeming uh, apart from, say, maybe having a glass of wine and having dinner, right? Different. I but, think
0: your uh, your thing of not having alcohol in the house at all and keeping yeah. going to buy it just for an occasion—that's a great actionable step, which many people can actually do.
1: Right, right, and 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 uh, see, you want to you health. You have to want to be healthy.
0: Right. Intention. Okay. matters.
1: Intention okay. matters a lot. If you do not want to be healthy, you will find all manner of excuses. Right. Okay. I have been fortunate enough to have reasonably good health. Fine. I was never very strong physically. And once in a while, you know, my, my I would, I, I really need to work on my lung capacity, but otherwise I have not had serious issues. Right. Uh, whereas I know my wife had some issues, but I, I really admire her for her discipline and her desire to want to be healthy and take the steps to do that. And she's been an inspiration. I do that because I see her. Yeah. I do the same in terms of eating healthy, right? In terms of uh, everybody says, you know, I have a my, my brother-in-law is a, is a biochemist, Uh uh, and he gives me good advice. Everybody says, you know, you, uh, that supplements are useless. You need to have a balanced diet. But hey, the fact of the matter is how many of us are going to exactly. on a regular basis eat walnuts, salmon, sadam, all the veggies, eggs, right? So, you know,
0: Korea, one more thing, why, how I describe supplements to people clients is that I break it up they are supportive elements they are not going to outsmart a horrible diet but yes. when you have a great diet in place they actually top that up to a point and our soil has become so deficient that even the best sources exactly. of food is not going to give you trace minerals exactly. so I think they need to be topping up an excellent diet but then again the caveat is that a lot of people uh, they feel they can eat processed food every day, and then those few supplements is gonna outsmart that. That doesn't happen. I agree it's with you. To, it's yeah. to, It is a marriage between the
1: two. Yeah, you need so, to have a healthy diet. And fortunately, you know, in a, in a, my uh, we we in fact we we don't eat any processed food. Literally, right. we don't eat any processed food, right? But but supplements even 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 if the absorption is twenty percent, thirty percent that is 20 30% more than i would be getting exactly. on a regular basis right
0: absolutely i agree
1: so, with so so i totally. i i am a strong believer in those whether it is you know vitamin and and, and exercise i exercise on a regular basis so if i exercise i am over 55 i am i am putting pressure on my joints and body i will take a coq10 i will take msm yes right so so, so yeah so i do a, i do so health is very very important if you if you take care of your physical health then you can you can deal with some amount of job related stress or emotional battering or whatever but only a certain amount
0: absolutely so would you feel that it's because you have a good diet you take supplements you exercise they all play a role in why you haven't disrupted sleep in spite of a stressful job
1: I think that has a role to play in it, though I must admit that the last six eight months, you my haven't... sleep has 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 got impacted. I don't know why. Uh, um, I'm still struggling with that. There are uh, and 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 I'm a little unhappy because that was never the case. I have never had sleep. I you know fall asleep within five minutes and get good eight hours of sleep. In fact, I can go on for another couple of hours, but so I was blessed with good sleep. Uh, and and I'm not the sort, anybody who says that I can do with less sleep are, are, are kidding themselves, right. are kidding themselves. Because yes. I, I, I know if I do not get and I'm the sort where I'm very, very anal about this. If I don't sleep the night, next day, I'm not going to be a hero and 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 go to work and 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 that's try to do my best. I'll go to work and I think take a nap. That's
0: where, but that's where startups don't follow. So if they don't have sleep, they're going to pump themselves caffeine and sugar and get themselves going. Exactly. But, uh, you know, Fitbit recently did a. S- which said that 90% of Indians have poor sleep and we are the second uh, nation after Japan with poor quality health and sleep. And this is very alarming. So uh, when it comes to startups, do you feel that it's necessary for them to push themselves at the cost of sleep?
1: Is no, it, uh, I don't I think, think so. It's a false it choice.
0: No other way,
1: it's, it's a totally false choice right I, I i i don't believe at all that uh, uh you have to sacrifice sleep and health for better performance at work i think that uh, because is because is i've a, heard a
0: common thing that i hear uh, is that there's a lot of anxiety and i when i gave a talk at a startup A media house, all the people said when asked about sleep, they said they wake up in the middle of the night with anxiety about everything anxiety about their business, their uh, venture capitalists, everything. And uh, waking up in the night at 2 a.m. with anxiety is usually a sign that physiologically that you've eaten a high sugar meal and then it drops in the middle of the night so it spikes cortisol which raises anxiety so i honestly feel that they're just having poor quality food and lifestyle choices which is spiking that and uh, it's also common for startups to tell me that uh, you don't understand what it's like to be in that uh, firefighting zone and I've always found that when I focus on uh, all these core aspects of good choices in food, keeping sugar low, you can actually get through all of that pretty safely. So I don't I disagree. But this is a common thing that I hear that they get anxiety. So have you ever faced something like anxiety and uh, stressful situations? Do you find startup owners talking to you ever about this? Do you relate to it? What course, is your opinion? No, no. about?
1: Of course, I mean, everything you say I relate to and 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 I, I do believe I mean, I feel anxiety. Uh, uh, uh and uh, often what does and,
0: anxiety look like for you
1: anxiety uh gets gets translated into getting up earlier than i would normally hmm. so if i if i would normally get up at six thirty. Between 6:30 and 7, then anxiety would mean I get up. You know, my I lose sleep at around 4:30, and then I'm tossing and turning. Something right? So I I get up. I get up not feeling rested, not feeling uh, I've got enough sleep. But so in my case, what I will do?
0: Handling?
1: Yeah, no. So what I will do? I will not let that. Uh, so I have basically tapped into a little bit of the uh, reservoir of health I have. I will replenish that. That day, afternoon, I'll go take a nap.
0: Hmm.
1: I'll replenish that.
0: So you don't feel that, you know, a common thing in sleep is circadian rhythm. And Ayurveda, as you know, for centuries has spoken about how disrupting it is to take a nap during the day. So it can actually switch the cycle and make somebody lose. I'm not so convinced.
1: I'm, I know. I my wife because we are also big followers of Ayurveda, and my yes. Ayurvedic doctor has told me several times not to take a nap in the afternoon. But I find that if the day, if if I haven't slept well, exactly I one one hour or two hour nap, I feel refreshed,
0: and that doesn't disrupt your sleep no, at doesn't. night.
1: There, are, so there that's if excellent. I if, if I sleep, if I go and have a you know sleep for four hours, if after a heavy lunch at one o'clock, I hit the uh, pillows and get up at five then obviously i will not be able to sleep the night but these
0: so when one, do you catch a nap
1: then it will be like one hour one hour is the is do if you one hour do of you
0: before lunch or after lunch after lunch
1: but a, a little bit after lunch so if you had lunch at uh, 1 1, 30, 1 o'clock and maybe at three o'clock 2.33, give give about an hour be, be, between the lunch and the nap
0: right that's a great Uh, recommendation also although i must add that you are uh, probably yep hello
1: yeah i can you're breaking up yeah
0: yeah you are probably lucky in that but there are people who uh, once they sleep in the afternoon they can't sleep again at night
1: Mm. Even even a short nap, even like a half an hour to hour refreshing nap?
0: Yeah. So they lose sleep for the next four to five days.
1: Oh, my God. Okay. Then that, that, uh, fortunately, it's not been like that for me. Uh, But I have to say, and uh, that in the last six, seven months, my sleep quality has uh, deteriorated. I'm a bit worried about that because till then, even in spite of the most... uh, uh stressful situations i've been i was blessed to get good sleep and i account i think a lot of that to exercise good diet and lack of substance abuse i think as you rightly said the younger folks because they think that okay you know i'm gonna be immortal yes and also they think that i'm gonna work really really hard now make a billion dollars and then take take it easy uh, so what they do is that they're burning the candle at both ends and in order to, to sustain this unsustainable sort of life, they take uh, stimulants like tobacco, alcohol, drugs, and then they are eating uh, uh, these uh, spiky foods, right? Uh, yeah. or, you know they're ordering from swiggy, eating all manner of uh, you know sugars and carbs and pizzas and things like that. I mean who we, uh, the other thing, we rarely eat out. Very rarely eat out. That Both my wife and crazy. I. Yeah. Yeah. So, but then maybe I don't know if 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 you know kids in their. The other disturbing thing that that I found uh, is that I can imagine you know single guys, uh uh over or or v- women saying okay you know uh, uh I'll order out maybe once or twice a week but today in india even families have stopped cooking
0: right it's a right. perpetual and, ordering out yeah.
1: and yeah. and 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 the 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 quality of ingredients in 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 food outside it doesn't matter where you get it from
0: exactly the most
1: expensive five star restaurant
0: they're all food. cutting are corners. the
1: wall everybody is cutting corners and yes. the quality of food that you get from outside it's like poison
0: absolutely
1: than that so please yeah. think about it C- cigarette tobacco alcohol poison for food then uh, whatever red bull and all other kinds of stimulants,
0: stimulants.
1: and, no, and yes. no exercise yes why are you blame why are you blaming your work
0: exactly so let's just say that there is somebody who has a who's got a startup and he's struggling with the stress of managing his venture funding and he's actually putting everything together how would he how should his day typically look like and what should he be doing he or she be doing so that they minimize the impact of stress and they don't impact their sleep.
1: See, one of the things that, that uh, uh, I mean, I do, I'm not suggesting that for everybody, is that I make a list of things to do, right? To constantly yeah. remind myself so that I don't forget. And uh, I use pen and paper because that is very relaxing. So I have a diary where almost every uh, week, I have a things to do for home, things to do for work. And I may be I may not have finished, completed all so that's something
0: like journaling. So this is something like journaling.
1: So yeah. yeah. Something like journaling. It is very relaxing. It slows you down. You sit and think about okay, what are the things I have to do? Right. So, and it may, it it could well be that, in fact, the things from last week, half of them have not been completed, but I will write them down again. Right. That, that this is a routine that helps me a lot to figure out, okay, these are the things to be done. And then even whether it and prioritize, right? I, in, in, in my work, for instance, while at home, I mean, on the home front, things have to a lot of things have to get done at work at any given point in time particularly if you are a business leader there are two or three things that are the most critical that move the meter whether it comes to you know your yeah. your uh, uh, meeting revenue goals or meeting investor uh, expectations or raising funding or whatever there is a handful of you know just just three maximum three or four variables That that you should be worried about personally, and then they need startup guys Mm -hmm. need to learn to delegate. If you are going to do everything yourself, you won't do anything well.
0: Is that possible all the time?
1: It is. If you have a good team, if you have Mm -hmm. a good team, it is possible. To you need to have the confidence in your colleagues, whether it is your co-founders or whether it is it is uh, you know uh, uh, other people on the on the team. To be able to deliver. But you need to verify.
0: Usually, I think the research—the research which has led to our understanding of circadian rhythm—has been done on these shift workers. And typically, if somebody is working that way for a very long time, then the solution is to create their own circadian rhythm. So, to behave as if the whole night is their day, and then behave as if the whole day is their night, and just at right. least to bring in some routine to that.
1: Correct correct but I think you hit upon it the key is putting together a routine yes see man or woman is a creature of habit Correct. and if you are able to set some kind of routine right in eating in sleeping in exercising in in, in all of that then the routine helps routine is relaxing Yes. And startup guys, I think that they all think that, that they're, they're heroes and that every day is different. Tomorrow is different from today and the day after is going to be different from tomorrow. That Correct. can be, that, that, that can have a lot of impact on your, on your health and well-being. It scrambles the mind, the brain.
0: So would you say that would be your top recommendation to startup owners to improve sleep is to just bring in routine?
1: I, I think routine is very critical. I've been trying, but I've been trying all kinds of things as, uh, for a while. My sleep, uh, and the, uh, I think something, it has to do with the lockdown as well. Uh, right. we are all been at home for now almost three months.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, and, and that's having an impact as well. But but all these things, right? Eating healthy, exercising, no substance abuse, uh, keeping a, j- a journal of things to do. Not, not you know, uh, doesn't have to be a creative journal. And then for me, things to do and then being able to check them off, right. huge satisfaction. I don't know what it is, but say, writing and say, ha, okay. Know, there just, is
0: something uh, to uh, that, Surya. So, you know, usually there's something to making your bed in the morning. And it's said that when you start your day, just putting the cover on your bed it releases dopamine in the brain where you feel that you've achieved something therefore the rest of your day goes on a path where you feel motivated to do things
1: absolutely yes i hundred percent believe that and in fact i do that without fail yes folding my clothes i mean in fact i mean i uh, uh, you know uh, uh, i love to fold clothes
0: I think because you will a, be the. I, down, I think. It Many, many women would love to have had you in their house because (laughs) they would probably hate to do that. But we are almost out of time. I'm going to ask you two final questions. There are about 100 million people with diagnosed sleep disorders today in the world. And so if we don't count who's not diagnosed, that's a whole lot more. So what do you feel is the biggest root cause of poor sleep?
1: i think i've just a modern lifestyle and bad Isn't food bad modern business. lifestyle In one word is modern lifestyle which right. encompasses everything
0: so just you know? getting back to some of uh, what our ancestors were doing yeah. would be the solution to and, and the
1: other thing modern lifestyle the other thing is is uh, uh, i used to suffer from this and now i don't i mean it's is the need for new uh, exciting experiences right Right? So, so, which, and, and, you know, it's okay to, 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 for life to be a little simple. Every evening does not have to be exciting.
0: That's more even keel.
1: Even keel, right? And, and, and the other thing that is very important, I feel, is that other, beyond work, you need to have something else that you do, which is what is that
0: something for you?
1: For me, uh, 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 I, I started. Uh, I mean, I used to be a, a reasonably good singer, but I never learnt classical form, music formally. And then as an adult, I, when I was in Seattle, I, I learnt drupad uh, for a couple of years. That is, a, it's a form of uh, Hindustani classical music. But but I realised that that uh, so that sustained me for a while, but dhrupad is a very difficult style of singing and I, I realized it was too late in life to learn that. But now for the last three, four years, I've picked up phillips hmm. So I read, I study.
0: Nice. I think you need, to have, you you need learn, to have something. And you and have to keep learning is one of the great ways that the brain remains healthy. Exactly. It doesn't degenerate.
1: Right. And it, it should not be, and I have a bad habit, I'll tell you. Uh, learning, doing something that requires attention, that requires care, and that is not so easy. Whatever it is, physics is something you could be, you could learn how to play the piano. You could learn how to play the tabla. You could become, you know, really great at knitting. Right? Right. The bad habits that I, I know I have, and a lot of people today have, is this, uh, uh, surfing. Yes, right? as opposed to reading long form books, everybody likes to saw from the net and read bite sized articles. I'm on, the, on Facebook all the time.
0: Yeah,
1: reading articles, reading that, uh, uh, you know, Washington Post, New York Times, Indian Express, Vanity Fair, this, that, right? And, and that's it, and all and
0: stimulants. That's it's again- all
1: stimulants. And, and it, I have realized, I know it makes me, it makes me nervous.
0: And that's not going to allow anybody to slow down their mind and is not conducive to sleep at all. Yeah. So you've lost yeah, I, your sleep for the day if you're exactly. spiking it with that stimulation.
1: Yeah. But, so I, should, uh, I have a wife who's at the other end of the spectrum.
0: <laughs>
1: she, she has no time for current affairs. The only thing she reads are novels and, and fiction. So she's, she's, she's sort of a, of a, 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 a pole star for me for, for good behaviors uh, that I aspire to. I, I mean, uh, uh, you know, I, some of it rubs off, but you yeah. given- my nature i'm i'm a very restless sort of guy so Surya, I,
0: I... you are sounding more and more like everybody's ideal husband
1: no, no you have to hear her <laughs> you have to hear her version of me <laughs>
0: <laughs> but uh, on the sleep whisperer podcast i like to have everybody complete my mantra which is if sleep is the new medicine then can you complete that sentence
1: If sleep is, I would say sleep has always been the only medicine, the first medicine. Yes. Without sleep, there is nothing else. It is that important. And it's that important.
0: And it's cheap. It's, you don't have to pay anybody to do it. Yeah. And I don't think, I don't know why enough people are not using it as a tool for supporting their health. I hope you enjoyed the show. Just a reminder that this podcast is for information purposes only. This is not a substitute for professional care by a doctor or otherwise qualified health professional. This information is provided on the understanding that it does not constitute medical or other professional advice or services. If you are looking for personal help, On your health journey, do seek out a medical practitioner. Please do make your own healthcare decisions based upon your research and in partnership with your doctor or otherwise qualified healthcare professional. It is in no way intended as medical advice as a substitute for medical counseling or as treatment or cure for any particular health condition. Be sure to always work directly with a qualified health practitioner before making any changes to your diet or lifestyle. That may feel out of your realm of comfort or understanding. If you are looking for an allied functional medicine practitioner, do seek out more information on www.phytothrive.com or www.sleepwhisperer.pro. It is important that you have someone who is qualified and understands your health personally in order to provide adequate care, especially when it comes to chronic health conditions.